Report, Part 2, Young Woman's Heart Believed to Have Been Damaged by Pfizer Vaccine. Health Department's Response Raises Questions of Lies and Disinformation. By Anna Wolpin with PortTownsandFreePress.com. In the very rare occasions where myocarditis occurs as a result of the vaccine, it is most commonly mild and generally resolves without treatment. Jefferson County Public Health. The blood test for heart injury with the vaccine myocarditis elevations is 10 to 100-fold higher than the troponin we see with natural infection. Vaccine-induced myocarditis is a big deal. Dash cardiologist Dr. Peter McCulloch. Which statement above is true? How prevalent and how serious is myocarditis, heart inflammation, caused by mRNA injections? What poses a greater risk to your heart, the virus or the shot? Following our publication of the story of a 27-year-old Port Townsend woman who suffered two heart attacks in the week following her second Pfizer injection, leaving her with acute myopericarditis, Jim Scarantino posed this question on Jefferson County Public Health's JCPH Facebook page. What is the department's and public health officer's response to this report of a very severe, very tragic adverse reaction to the Pfizer vaccine? This happened here in Jefferson County. I am not pushing an anti-vax agenda. I have been vaccinated. But this is a true case and deserves a response from officials requiring people to run this sort of risk. As discussed in other free press articles, and in readers' comments below them, health institutions, global to local, which the public has long relied upon to protect us are now in lockstep with Big Pharma's propaganda designed to force experimental injections into every man, woman, and child on earth. The narrative, at all costs, is to keep people terrified by overstating the danger from COVID infections while downplaying risks from the shots. Our own health department demonstrates this strategy perfectly in its response to Scarantino, a response riddled with deflection, denial and disinformation. Because of rules protecting private health information, we at Jefferson County Public Health cannot speak to the veracity of individual reports of possible vaccine-associated outcomes for any individual patient. We can confirm that in the entirety of our vaccination effort, there has been one reported case of myocarditis after a COVID-19 vaccination in Jefferson County. There have been no cases of long-term disability or death associated with a COVID-19 vaccination in our county. 48,600 doses of the COVID-19 vaccines have been delivered in Jefferson County. Myocarditis is a very rare possible side effect of the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines, occurring at a rate of approximately 40 cases 1 million doses delivered. Myocarditis is 11 times more likely to occur as a result of COVID-19 infection than after a vaccine, occurring at a rate of 450 cases 1 million diagnosed infections. In the very rare occasions where myocarditis occurs as a result of a vaccine, it is most commonly mild and generally resolves without any treatment. This stands in stark contrast to the myocarditis caused by the COVID-19 virus, which frequently leads to long-term disability and even death. Jefferson County Public Health continues to work closely with our local healthcare partners to monitor the vaccine effort and assure the safety and effectiveness of all vaccinations delivered in Jefferson County. Read more about COVID-19 and myocarditis here, https colon slash slash www.cdc.gov slash dot slash vaccine slash safety slash myocarditis.html. A closer look at these statements. JCPH there has been one reported case of myocarditis after a COVID-19 vaccination in Jefferson County. Fact, not an overt falsehood, this is lying by omission. There is only one reported case of myocarditis here because these injuries are not being reported. Like all agencies under CDC auspices, Jefferson County Public Health's mission is to promote the safe and effective mantra. Acknowledging damage from these shots undermines that mission. 
Was Laura's recent case the one that was reported, or was it another? We are aware of multiple heart issues that were never reported, usually denied to be related to the shots. We know that the acute, not mild, myocarditis diagnosed following Laura's heart attacks was not reported to VARES by either Jefferson Healthcare or by the second hospital that she was sent to. Both medical facilities, in violation of CDC requirements, acknowledged her heart damage was caused by the shot but told Laura she could report it if she wanted to. JCPH, there have been no cases of long-term disability or death associated with a COVID-19 vaccination in our county. Fact, like injury reports, county deaths following the shots are being covered up, denied, and or relabeled. Earlier free press articles describe in detail one of these vaccine-induced deaths. A woman with no kidney issues before the Pfizer vax sent her on a death spiral, was labeled on her death certificate by a Jefferson Healthcare doctor as having died of renal failure. In another death following the vax that I was alerted to, a med provider who lost a patient from injection, was dictated the response required to make. See death by injection. And the truth that must not be spoken, the majority of county deaths with COVID-19 have also been deaths with vaccination, at least one a profoundly immunosuppressed woman falling ill less than a week after being given an ineffective second vaccine. JCPH, myocarditis is a very rare possible side effect of the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines occurring at a rate of approximately 40 cases slash 1 million doses. Myocarditis is 11 times more likely to occur as a result of COVID-19 infection than after a vaccine. Fact, these numbers use data from the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, VAERS, acknowledged by a Harvard study to capture less than 1% of actual adverse reactions. Will we ever know what percentage of actual adverse events have been reported by our health department? 1%? 5%? 10%? As discussed above, none of the vaccine-induced deaths or heart injuries we are aware of were reported to VAERS by local health personnel. Our own hospital's refusal to report adverse events exemplifies the reality of extreme underreporting. Numbers aside, how dangerous is heart injury from the vaccine? The health department would have you believe that it is the natural COVID infection you should fear, not the shots. Vaccine myocarditis is mild, they say. JCPH, in the very rare occasions where myocarditis occurs as a result of the vaccine, it is most commonly mild and generally resolves without treatment. This stands in stark contrast to the myocarditis caused by the COVID-19 virus, which frequently leads to long-term disability and even death. Fact, this statement goes beyond a misstatement, cover-up or just plain denial of reality. It is a total Orwellian inversion of the truth. Top cardiologist Dr. Peter McCulloch, who has been seeing heart patients throughout this crisis, says there is indeed a stark contrast and it's just the opposite of JCPH's claim, damage from vaccine-induced myocarditis is often severe, while that from the virus is generally inconsequential. Dr. Peter McCulloch explains how myocarditis differs when caused by natural infection versus vaccine. Click image above for one-minute video. The myocarditis that occurs with the natural infection is very different than the myocarditis we're seeing from the vaccines. The myocarditis from COVID-19 is mild, is inconsequential, and is largely a troponine elevation. I don't want anyone thinking that the myocarditis we're seeing from the natural infections is anything like what we're seeing from the vaccines. There are preclinical studies suggesting that the lipid nanoparticles, in the vaccines, actually go right into the heart. The heart expresses the spike protein, the body attacks the heart. There are dramatic EKG changes, the troponin, the blood test for heart injury, with the vaccine myocarditis elevations is 10 to 100 fold higher than the troponin we see with natural infection. It's a totally different syndrome. When the kids get myocarditis after the vaccine, 90% have to be hospitalized.
They have dramatic EKG changes, chest pain, early heart failure. They need echocardiograms, medications to prevent heart failure. Vaccine-induced myocarditis is a big deal, and in children it is way more serious and more prominent than a post-COVID myocarditis. Video clip above. Vaccine-caused myocarditis certainly isn't mild for young Laura, who now has an 80-year-old heart courtesy of Pfizer injection she was pressured to take against her better judgment. Jefferson County Public Health makes sweeping misstatements based on the false pharma-slash-CDC narrative, with no transparency about actual local data. As Dr. McCulloch points out, and as described in my previous article, the vaccine has now been shown to travel directly to the heart where the billions of spike proteins it generates attack heart tissue. We invite any county residents who have myocarditis resulting from a COVID-19 infection to share their story. We would be most interested in comparing their heart damage following a bout with the virus to what Laura and others in Jefferson County have suffered from the shots. My previous article closed with a recent report presented at the American Heart Association's annual conference, mRNA COVID vaccines dramatically increase endothelial inflammatory markers and ACS risk as measured by the pulse cardiac test, a warning. This robust study showed that risk of heart attacks and other severe coronary heart problems more than doubled within the months after Pfizer and Moderna vaccination. British cardiologist Dr. Asim Malhotra discusses this report and describes additional research confirming the same findings. Report reveals increase in risk of heart attack following the mRNA COVID vaccine. Click image above for interview with UK cardiologist Dr. Asim Malhotra. A few days ago, after this was published, somebody from a very prestigious British institution, a cardiology department researcher, contacted me to say that researchers in this department had found something similar, within the coronary arteries, linked to the vaccine, inflammation from imaging studies around the coronary arteries. They had a meeting and these researchers at the moment have decided that they're not going to publish their findings because they are concerned about losing research money from the drug industry. This person was very upset about it. I have a lot of interaction with the cardiology community across the UK and anecdotally I have been getting told by my colleagues that they are seeing younger and younger people coming in with heart attacks. The more than 8,000 comments following Malhotra's four-minute interview affirm his perspective. How long will YouTube allow this video and its comments to be posted? These are the voices being censored by social media and mainstream news. A good friend of mine here in Australia, Australia, has told me practically the same information. She also works in a hospital over here for 30 years. It's affecting our young high school students. A cluster in South Australia, about 15 students from one school. From the moment I had the vaccine I have felt unwell with cardiac-type symptoms. I am 30. Four days after the second shot, my husband died of a sudden heart attack. He was 59. My sister has a leaky valve in her heart. Symptoms started as soon as she had her first vaccine and was first diagnosed with an inflamed heart. The doctor says it's not related and she would have had it for years. She's 45. Okay doctor, a-okay. The same things happened to heart. I used to be healthy sportsman. The problem started after second dose of vax. Heart arrhythmia. Since I got this effing shot I have had palpations and an increase in my resting heart rate and a dramatic decrease in my exercise tolerance. WTF. Now this. 10 times more cardiac arrest in the last 10 months than the last 10 years according to some A-plus-E staff. 4 weeks ago I had my first Pfizer vaccine, 6 days later I had a stroke. Previously in good health with no underlying health conditions. I'm a very fit late 40s male. Since my double Pfizer jab I've had issues with breathing and chest pains. Biggest regret of my life was taking this vaccine. After the first dose, my 40-year-old friend had a heart attack and was resuscitated, 
my neighbor has now blood clots in the brain, my father went into anaphylaxis, another friend has severe palpitations, hypertension and now is being monitored by a cardiologist, I'm just saying, all fit and healthy. Obfuscation is the new standard of care. In response to our health department's Facebook statements, Jim Scarantino posted this comment. Thank you for answering. It is not clear if the woman in the article is the case in your answer. Either way, the permanent damage she has suffered probably far outweighs the minimal risk she faced of a severe COVID infection that would produce the same heart damage. Somebody in her age group and as healthy as she was, emphasis on was, never really faced much risk with COVID. At least recognize her sacrifice and loss, which was forced upon her by government coercion. What does she get out of this other than a lifetime, a shortened lifetime, of regret and poor health? Their response? Continue to avoid the hard questions, just reiterate misleading data to divert the focus. So Scarantino tried a third time to get a straight answer about Laura's devastating heart injuries. At least acknowledge that forcing people to get vaccinated could result in serious, permanent harm to some. That woman's injuries are not insignificant, and far worse than the COVID symptoms suffered by most people who were infected, particularly young people. JCPH's response was yet another clarification that didn't address the main issue he raised, completely ignoring concerns about the significant harm to some, particularly young people, for no benefit. In the same Facebook thread, County Resident Lee Falkenhagen quoted the conclusion of the report cited above, warning that the mRNA vaccines dramatically increase inflammation of cardiac muscle and may account for the observations of increased thrombosis, cardiomyopathy, and other vascular events following vaccination. In light of all the heart risk being documented, she asks some questions we deserve answers to. I am curious how many heart attacks have occurred in Jefferson County since last spring and how many were post-vaccination. Who is tracking this information and is it being reported to the public? If not, why? Are people getting handed this info before choosing to be vaccinated? If not, why? Are people with heart conditions being referred to their cardiologists before JCPH recommends they get a jab? If not, why? None of these questions have been answered. How is our health department serving its public? Officials discount tragic local evidence of an experiment gone horribly wrong, refuse to acknowledge the severity of cardiac damage from these shots, and parrot the broken record that COVID vaccines are safe and effective when it is increasingly obvious that neither assertion is true. Dr. Malhotra joins fellow cardiologist Dr. McCulloch and the many thousands of other doctors and scientists worldwide warning about this dangerous push to force these shots on people around the globe. I think now it's high time that policymakers around the world put an end to the mandates, because I think if this signal is strong, and if it's correct, then history will not be on their side and the public will not forgive them for it, Dr. Malhotra said. Also read. Greater than report, Part I, Young Woman's Heart Believed to Have Been Damaged by Pfizer Vaccine.